Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. And welcome to Season 3, Episode 21. I'm going to do something a little bit different and allow my guest to introduce himself. I'm Adam Gray. I'm the CTO and co-founder of uh, NovaCoast, and I oversee um, our organization from a technology perspective. My background is um, 25 plus years in in uh, IT infrastructure. About 23 of that is in cybersecurity. I spend most of my time with highly regulated organizations, and I have, uh, along with my team, uh, spent the last several years building and operating uh, the uh, NovaSoc platform, which is a SOC as a service. This is actually part three of my conversation with Adam Gray at uh, NovaCoast slash NovaSoc. And we jump in the middle of the conversation here. We start talking about, well, what goes into the NovaSoc offering? And, um, you know, and, and it does start with data. And there's a lot of data. And some of that data, in fact, comes from Checkpoint. In order to also be good at security, you have to see enough data, right? And one of the things that was interesting about Checkpoint is, I think they see more data than just about anybody. Well, we've been around a while, <laughs> so we've seen. Yeah, you, 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 you've been around a while, but but you also have um, you also have key metrics on endpoints, key metrics on cloud threats, key metrics on on network related topologies, on what's happening globally from a you know CNC perspective or from botnets and and other pieces. And, and ultimately for us, um, the big thing where we're partnered is um, tying the data that we see um, and correlating it against the threat intel that, that, uh, that you guys have. And that provides us um, one of the primary early indicators and basis for how to detect and look at problems uh, across the globe uh, in real time as they come by. Yeah, and yeah, you know, certainly having as many sensors as we have, and and you know, and we've certainly done. Uh, it's, it's so you know, we've collected. Yeah, I mean, twenty, you know, more than twenty five years worth of data, I think. And and the, and the the you know, I guess the resolution of that data has changed over time, and and so on, the, evolving evolving with the threat landscape, and uh, you know, and, and it's I'd say it's a combination of. Certainly the data, right? It, certainly any sort of artificial intelligence or machine learning starts with data. Because if you don't have that, you're not going to feed these algorithms aren't going to do anything for you because it's because they're trained on data. And you have to have a, humans to be able to say, you know, here's what here's what's good and bad, right? Because the, the, all that data without the context of, you know, without some context, I don't think is I don't think is helpful. So yeah, we've seen a lot of stuff. And you know, we put that we, we certainly put that expertise into you know into our threat intelligence that we provide to uh, you know, to to our customers, right? And, and it's certainly into our products, right? And that that informs the kinds of solutions I think we build. Yeah, yeah, and and it's I mean, so for me, when I look at you know what's important, you gotta you gotta gather the right data, you gotta have some way of checking it to say, hey, is this good? Is this bad? And and then you have to have appropriate analytics 
you know, people-driven, computer and rule-driven to make good decisions about what happens next. And, and ultimately, where we've spent our time over the last couple of years is bringing that down to the MSP community that supports small and mid-sized businesses. So when we show up in an organization now that may have anywhere from, you know, a, a couple of person customer all the way to, you know, thousands upon thousands of customers, we have the ability to provide them that same level of, of detail down to their specific uh, issues and their specific uh, notes. Yeah. I, I see this part of the offering helping the, the, the organization sort of implement maybe best practices that aren't, uh, it's, you know, maybe not, you know, not necessarily tools, but just making sure they're doing the right thing, you know, right hygiene, the right, the right things so that uh, their risks are minimized and, you know, that the, because the, attacks are going to happen. It's just a question of, you know, how, how quickly can you mitigate them and, and, and respond and that kind of thing. Yeah, and I, 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 when I talk to people, I tell them the same thing all the time. My, my goal as an organization is to turn hundreds of days um, for you to know that something's wrong to hours or minutes. That's yeah. that is the entire goal of what I do. If you boil a socket down, that they're they're not there to stop stuff. They're there to tell you, hey, this happened. This happened very recently. This is what you need to go do to to resolve it. Yeah. And hopefully button the door up so that uh, it doesn't come in again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, and there's, there's always a different use case there, right? Was it somebody clicked on something bad? Did they, did they, you know, did they end up getting fished? Did they, uh, did they install the wrong piece of software? Were they allowed to install, install software in the first place, which, you know, that probably shouldn't be happening or, or, you know, what was it a config mistake where, uh, you know, we had, you know, we saw actually just recently, we saw an organization make a firewall change and they went from, you know, essentially no, no brute forces to 10,000 brute forces in an hour. And we saw the pickup of that and was like, all right, pick up a phone, talk to them and say, guys, what, what just happened in your environment over the last day? And they were like, no, no change, no change at all. And come to find out somebody had made a firewall change and put it in the wrong direction to allow all traffic inbound to a domain controller. Yeah. And not only, yeah, but so you need to, and I think that's, that's something that organizations challenge are challenged with in general. What's my baseline, right? Because there's a certain amount of, I don't know, you hook up something to the internet. There's a certain amount of background noise on the internet, right? That's just, that's just the way it is. But, and, and even within an organization, there is, there's a certain amount of just stuff that happens and well, what's normal. Right. And, and then, but when something kind of raises above that, that, that noise threshold, you kind of, that's probably something you should at least start asking questions about and going, why is this happening? You know, it, 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 because it, it could be something innocuous like, oh yeah, we just hired this new person who's now doing this or, oh, wait a minute, I made a configuration change that I should have made. And now I've, now I'm letting people poke at my, uh, my, uh, Exchange server that probably shouldn't have happened. I, I have this general belief that you know NetBIOS SMB shouldn't be just open to the internet, though. We'll just start there. <laughs> yeah, that's that. You know, I mean, that was that was a bad idea back in the nineties. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I still run into it. Believe it or not, we still see it. I, I, you know, even after all of like the you know, or or print spoolers open to the internet, uh, you look at all the stuff going on with that right now, and you're just like, this, this can't be happening. 
Yeah, but it is. And and I think what people don't realize, and I, I was having a conversation with, with uh, one of my fellow evangelists yesterday that will also be uh, podcast, is, um, you know, it, it, we, 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 we were both, uh, you know, both talking about the fact that we've been doing this a while, and we know kind of where this stuff came from. And you realize that the, the, the stuff just keeps getting built on and built on. And, you know, lo and behold, you know, you're finding 20 year old bugs and, you know, that in software that was probably never designed to be connected to the internet, but it, it now it happens right and and so people are wondering why you know why these things exist it's like well yeah because it was this was created to solve one problem but it created a bunch of others and when you connect it you know when you when you connect it to the internet yeah that or or you now expose that thing you know some other way you know through misuse or whatever yeah you could this this thing that was never designed for this particular use case is now being used to comp you know to 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 execute arbitrary code and that kind of thing and yeah it's a there's a lot of things like that that we just sort of take for granted and, and people don't know because you know they how how would they know yeah yeah and i mean there's software catalogs are are tough to stay on top of and and decisions about you know what you trust and what you don't uh, you know i've i've long struggled with you know if somebody wants to put a new application into an environment what is the vetting process how do you decide that one company is trustworthy and one is not you know what does that criteria look like and and that's something that is that is difficult because you often don't have good indicators on how an organization runs and what they're doing with the, this particular vendor and and what that vendor's you know upstream process looks like and do they deal well with third party risk etc and if we look at the last you know year of what's been going on so much of our time has been spent in that space you know, looking at what vendors, where are they headquartered, where are their employees. You know, can you can you use a uh, a vendor with a headquarter in a headquarters that has a you know a hostile uh, background to uh, you know to a particular country or not? Yeah, and yeah, and and, and you're also. T- it's a lot hard because you might be connecting together SaaS services, right? How do you know, you know, that, okay, you're, you, cause you're providing the keys to the kingdom, right? And, and I'm looking at this for the, for some of the stuff that I'm working on is it's, you know, it, it's, I know it's going to be a difficult ask. I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I were being asked this question, how would I respond to this? And I'd kind of go, well, you're, you know, you're, yeah, you're giving off API keys. Well, what are they going to do with those API keys? And so, I, I know I have to answer our question, you know, when those questions get asked, it's like, okay, well, I don't, you know, how do I prove that that's not going to cause a security risk? Well, I, I you know, I, I, I'm trusting the vendor, right? That's the, you know, it's, it's so at some point, yeah, who do you trust? That's a, I, you know, and I think, that, I think with anything with cybersecurity, at some point you kind of have to say, okay, I trust that's good because, because you can't, you know, because how far down the, the rabbit hole do you have to go to say, okay, I trust it, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's always going to be some group that you have to end up trusting. There, there's just no way around it. There are always teams, you know, and and when people come on board with us, you you have the exact same problem. You know, that I they need to do their due diligence and make sure that we're a trustworthy group and and that we can handle their data appropriately. That that's that's a question that I think everybody should be asking. Um, when they look at at their their software infrastructure, yeah, and that's it, it's and, and yeah, there's and there's there's that many more organizations and and especially with some of these supply chain attacks, because because it's it's you know it's n- maybe not that a specific organization is bad, but they're they're using some third party software in their you know as part of their solution that ends up being compromised, right? So it's not just you know you're, tr- you're not only are you trusting that vendor, you're trusting everybody else that that vendor trusts. And so yeah, it's, for sure. It's, this is a challenge. So, 
Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app, leave us a rating and review, and share with your colleagues on social media. And we'll see you next time.